Good Monday morning to everyone, and I would like to thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in to TNT Sports Podcast with myself, Terrence Darian Bennett. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. This is episode number seven, episode number seven, the big seven. Um, I'm going to call this the Michael Vick episode, you know, um, but anyway, besides the point, like I said, like I always say, I know y'all probably on your way to work, um, head to class or uh, summer school, whatever the case may be, since it's going, it's summertime. Um, but yeah, I got a great show lined up for y'all today, man. And I always say it's gonna be a little bit longer than thirty minutes. I think this show really gonna be a little bit longer than thirty minutes. It may be a lot longer than thirty minutes. I have a lot to talk about. You know, we got the NBA finals going on, the LeBron situation. You know, of course, I got a touchdown on the Saints, and you know, and um, I'm here in New, um, New Orleans, Louisiana. Of course, I always want to put that out there. By the way, of Alabama, where I was born and raised. Um. But yeah, I got a great show lined up for y'all today, and um, we go. I'm gonna give y'all the rundown on the script, what I'm gonna do today, what I'm gonna talk about, and um, but first up, you know, I'm gonna talk about LeBron James, LA home being vandalized. Um, if you haven't heard, his home got vandalized. His LA home got vandalized. Um, we all know it's racism. Um, so I'm gonna touch down on that. Um, after that, I'm gonna definitely get into the NBA Finals. You know, um, Golden State and the Cavaliers are going at it again with the big repeat, the big. It's probably the biggest uh, finals ever. Got two MVPs on the um, Golden State Warriors, former MVPs. You got Steph Curry and Kevin Durant against the King, LeBron James, and Kyrie. So, I mean, this is big. Um, so, we'll touch down on that most definitely. Um, of course, I got to talk about who that nation is. Only fair, it's only right. Got to talk about who that nation. I didn't do it last episode, but I am this time. So, I'm going to get into that, you know, a little bit, just a little bit, not too much. And of course, my my new segment, Terrence Quick Facts. I'm going to throw a couple of quick facts out there. Um, different, it's a little sport news. Um, different things going on around the sports world um, that I want y'all to um, know about. Like I said, I don't know. I try not to get in too in debt with it, but I do sometimes. It just depends on the situation. But I have one that I definitely want to get in debt with on the Terrence Quick Facts, um, and it, it's bothering me. So I definitely want to talk about that one. But we're gonna go ahead and get into it. We're gonna start off on the LeBron. Um, Home being vandalized, L.A. home being vandalized. Um, now you know his home was vandalized with the N-word graffiti on his um gate. You know, and it's considered a hate crime, pretty much. That's what people's um that's what has been um, said about. And um, his home in Los Angeles was a target of a hate crime. That's what's being said in sources. You know, some someone spray uh, spray painted the N-word on front of his gate. And detectives are now investigating the investigating it. Cops tell, which was reported, you know, cops tell, which was reported by TMZ Sports. Also, it was uh, stated that multiple LAPD units and a neighborhood patrol vehicle responded to home early to the home early Wednesday morning. This is when it happened. The investigators are currently looking for security footage from the neighbors, which may show perpetrators. 
you know, LeBron, he bought the house back in 2015, but it was it does not um, appear that he lived there. You know, he probably lived there when he probably vacation or something like that, like a vacation home or any on not on, but he don't stay on a regular basis though. Um, but the, ever since all that happened, it says the graffiti had been um, clean, covered up or cleaned up. You know, and um, if you know the wrestler um, slash act on Guardian of the Galaxy, Batista, you know he had a lot to say about. Um, that whole incident, you know, which he was, you know, parental advised. He was cussing about the situation because he, um, he, he just don't like it. You know, he just felt some type of way about it. He don't like. He said he hate racists, and it's it's sad that that still exists. Racism still exists. Um, but you know, he, LeBron had a press conference before Game One, the finals, the Eva Game One of the NBA Finals, and he opened up about the incident of racism. LeBron said. In a statement, no matter how much money um, you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is still tough. And that's what he said at his press conference. And, I mean, they got to feel, he, I know he feels some type of way. The man got a family, the man got a kid, you know, never, wife and kid. You never know if they could have been there or not. So, uh, but this is what LeBron said. I got the, I got a clip on what he said, so I'm going to let y'all um, hear what LeBron said. and will say things um, about you when, when they see their smile on your face. Um, it's alive every single day. And um, and I think back to Emmett Till's mom, actually. It's kind of one of the first things I thought of. And, and the reason that she had an open casket is because she wanted to show the world um, what her son went through as far as a hate crime and, you know, being black in America. Um so it's like it doesn't, no matter how much money you have, um, no matter how famous you are, no matter how many people admire you, um, you know, being, being black in America is, it's tough. And that was LeBron, you know, um, on game, on Eva, the game one, talking about the issues he had with the racism, about the house, his house getting vandalized, LA home, um, yeah, man. So I mean, it's he's dealing with a lot right now. I mean, so that's that's crazy. For him. He he got a game the next day. You know, he had to talk, uh, say what's going on with that. So they got to be on his mind heavy. Um. So, but he'll pass by. He'll be okay. Um. Definitely. But um. Moving on. You know. Um. We'll get into the NBA Finals, which LeBron James is a part of. Um. You know, he with the Cavs. But um. Yeah. But the Golden State. Gold State Warriors got the 113-91 victory over the Cavs for Game One of the Finals, which um, you know gave them the series on zero one. You know they up they up one. And um, game stats for Game One, you know, LeBron had played 40 minutes, 15 rebounds, eight assists, 28 points. Kevin Love uh, he had played 34 minutes, 21 rebounds, one assist, 15 points. Uh, Tristan Tristan Thomas, 22 minutes, four rebounds, two assists, zero points, and they picking on him bad. They saying that he he part of the uh, Kardashian curse, you know. So no comment about that, man. But bro, you need to you need to let that go. Um, Kyrie Irving, 35 played 35 minutes, three rebounds, two assists, 24 points. J.R. Smith, 28 minutes, zero rebounds, zero assists, three points. And Kyle Corver, you know, he's um, played 20 minutes, four rebounds, 
um, one assist and zero points. And Iman Shumpert, 17, played 17 minutes, five rebounds, zero assists, and five points. And also Richard Jefferson, 15, four, 15 minutes, played four rebounds, zero assists, and nine points. Just to name a few of the Cavs stats. Uh, the Warrior game, one stats. You had Kevin Durant played 38 minutes, nine rebounds, eight assists, 38 points. Draymond Green played 36 minutes, 11 rebounds, two assists, nine points. And Zaza Pachulia, I think I said that right, played 14 minutes, five rebounds, zero assists, and eight points. Uh, you had Steph Curry played 34 minutes, had six rebounds, 10 assists, and 28 points. And Clay Thomas. Uh, part of the Splash Brothers, you know, he had played 36 minutes, four rebounds, four assists, and six points. Andre Iguodala uh, played 24 minutes, three rebounds, one assist, and seven points. JaVale McGee played six minutes, four rebounds, one assist, and four points. David West played eight minutes, one rebound, one assist, and two points just to name a few stats for the uh, Golden State Warriors now I saw the game I saw the first game you know um, like I said last episode errors and the Cavs missed a lot of free throws they had turnovers and every, every time they had a free throw or a turnover Golden State executed off that you gotta cut down the turnovers you gotta cut down missing free throws you gotta make free throws every point count against them against them because they they squad up. They squad. You know, they they got a they all starting five as well as they bench is on five. You know, so like I said, it was already hard to beat before KD got there. And now KD got there. They are they was already five. K KD added fuel to the five. You know what I'm saying? So it's not gonna be no lot no play play around. So they gotta figure out some ways to cut down on them errors and they gotta make free throws. You can't miss free throws. Every point count against them teams. Um, I, but me personally, man, I still got the Cavs in seven, man. I think it's gonna go all the way to seven. I think the Cavs are gonna get it. You know, I think LeBron go, um, you know, go handle the I think LeBron got a lot on his mind right now, but you know, he always come up and show out. So I think LeBron go, he go, he gonna talk to his boys and get it done. Um, they probably going over stuff right now, man. It's just the first series, it's just the first game, you know. So we we gonna see what happens. But like I said, I still got the Cavs in seven. You know, who y'all got? You know, let me know who y'all got and um. With that being said, um, like I asked y'all the last episode, do y'all think that Kevin Durant um, will get criticized on if he if he did win the championship? Like I said, because he jumped into a situation knowing it's possibly he going to the finals. Like that was pretty much guaranteed. I knew, I knew Golden State was going back to the finals. That was just a given, you know. Um, I knew it, you know, and like I said, I felt like LeBron, when he went made his decision to go to Miami, he knew, he didn't know he was going to win a championship. He knew it was potential there, you know, but I knew for, and but everybody probably knew Golden State was going back to the finals. Like, that was just a given, you know. You you already going to a team that's that's already on top. Like, it's a given, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's basically a ring handed to you if they win. So, I, do you think he going to deserve that type of criticism? That's what I'm trying to figure out. But uh, Amari Hardwick from Power, you know, he had something to say about that, you know, um, some strong words to say about that, about uh, KD jumping south from OKC to uh, Golden State. So my whole thing with that is, 
do you think he would get criticized even more if they do win the championship? That's my whole thing. And um, I'm going to let y'all hear what Omari said. Uh, I think he was on first. No, I'm not. Yeah, he was on first take today. So I'm going to let y'all hear what uh, he said. I'm definitely of an age group and of an era where I'm used to people going down in a flame with the same team that they helped to bring up. So I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I can't say it's the weakest move ever. Obviously, with free agency and all of that, things are different than when we were growing up watching Magic and Kareem. But the reality is I'm so competitive, man, and I ain't leaving power to go on Empire. <laughs> so that was Amari Hardwick from Power um, stating on K KD going to Golden State uh, and like I said he had some strong words about it and I, like I said I don't really mind KD going to Golden State I just think he stepped into a situation I don't think he didn't want to tough it out with his team but you know I just my question is like I said do y'all think he gonna get criticized or do you think he already criticized enough like I said LeBron took a lot of criticism you know, but, you know, they built around him. He didn't jump into a situation where he knew he was going to win. You know, they built around him. So, like I said, hit me up on my social media. Let me know what you think. Um, like I said, my um, social media, my Instagram is Mr. Underscore T Underscore ENT Underscore Sports. My Twitter is at T Underscore ENT Sports. My Gmail is TNT Sports 14 at gmail.com. My Facebook is TNT Sports. So, definitely hit me up and let me know what y'all think. But moving on, we're going to go ahead and get into the Who That Nation. This is the Who That segment of the show, New Orleans Saints. Um, now, as you know, the OTAs are coming to an end. It's getting close to preseason, and um, they, it's getting closer and closer by the day. And it was said that Marcus Williams and Alvin Kamara and Ted Ginn Jr. look good at OTAs on um, Thursday for the Saints. And more about Ted Ginn Jr., he gets a stamp of approval from Drew Brees, uh, vet, vet quarterback Drew Brees. You know, as he becomes the Saints' next deep threat. And all Drew see is speed, speed, speed in his new wide out. And again, was signed by the Saints as a free agent after um, Brandon Cooks was traded to New England for a first-round draft pick. Though, again, has has not been um, as successful as Cooks in his career. Um, but the number nine overall pick in the 2007 draft could excel in the Saints' offense. Now, yeah, he probably went. I think he came from Carolina, um, Carolina Panthers. And one thing about Drew Brees, he made his he made everybody better. He made his receivers better because Brandon Cook wouldn't have been what he was if it wasn't for Drew Brees giving him the ball, you know. And also, Brandon Cooks had still got it, but he had speed, 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 you know. So, and and Drew Brees worked on that, you know. I'm Drew Brees the type of quarterback. He will y'all gonna stay out to practice and get it done. I'm sure you can call Drew Brees and be like, hey, I need to go run some routes. Let's get this down pat before we can um, be successful and win these games. And I think, I think um, Ted again, Junior gonna be a, a, another a, another Brandon Cooks when Drew Brees get done with him. So I'm excited to see what he go bring to the um, Saints, and I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, our defense looking correct, and uh, our offense go already look correct. So we bring the two together. I think it's possibilities that we can get to a Super Bowl this year. That's my honest opinion. Now you know Saints QB said that. Um, he, he he could not be more impressed with again, um, with him. So I mean, he happy about it. he ecstatic, and also, again, is not the only person that veteran QB Drew Brees is ecstatic about this uh, upcoming season. You know, he's also excited about uh, Adrian Peterson. 
you know, um, from from Minnesota Viking. You know, um, he's our, one of our new running backs. Like I said, he's playing back up behind Mark Ingram. It's said that uh, Coach Sean Payton said that Mark Ingram still gonna be the starter. And you know, out in OTAs, you know him, um, Drew and Adrian Peterson been doing reps. Uh, I was watching the video. It's looking real good, real promising. He gonna make some play, some plays. Like I said, he gonna be a leader on the team as well, which is needed. Um, every team needed multiple leaders, not just one. Um, but like I said, the Saints got numerous leaders. Um, and Drew is Drew is happy about what the former Minnesota Vikings is going to bring to that who that nation. So here's what Drew had to say about Adrian Peterson. So that was Drew talking about Adrian Peterson. Um, like I said, everybody had about Adrian Peterson being there. And like I said, he looked good in the videos I saw um, of him um, at OTAs getting ready, running uh, uh, running slants and running routes and all that good stuff. So he go, he go definitely make some noise. And like I said, he want to take Mark Ingram under his wing and um, show him everything he know and um, make everything a positive. And even um, Saints backfield, Kenny Vaccaro, it said um is effusive about his praise of the six one two twenty five pound vet uh, running back. So I mean, like I said, they all and like and like a lot a lot of the young guys like Alvin Kamara and like I said, Mark Ingram, of course, they go learn a lot from um, Adrian Peterson. Like I said, you need that leadership on the team because you already got your Drew. As far as the offense standpoint, you got Drew you, and you go have Adrian. So and they both two Hall of Famers, man. So two Hall of Famers on the same side of the ball, offense, same team. It's gonna be quite promising. So. Like I said, I'm ready for who that nation. I'm ready for who that football. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see some Saint football um, on beat up live and live and effect. And they, I think they're gonna be real effective this year. I think this our year. Like I said, our offense was always okay, decent, and I think that our defense gonna be pretty solid. So I think the Saints pretty solid, man. I think this gonna be Sean Payton year to revive um, another Super Bowl, man. This I think we got a Super Bowl squad. And as long as that chemistry come together, I think we'll be okay. Uh, so I'm excited for the season. I'm definitely excited about the season. I'm, I'm hoping everybody's excited about each and every one of y'all team. But like I said, I'm screaming who that nation. Um, it's only five. I'm here in New Orleans um, reporting live to y'all. And, I mean, it just made sense. So, I mean, like I said, but it, big shout out to everybody in your favorite teams. Hope y'all all do well. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to cheer on who that nation. And that's what we, that's what I do, you know. So, um, definitely looking forward to that. Going to the Superdome. In my Saints jersey and just being there and you know keep giving y'all the, the up and up and the um 
info about what the Saints are doing. So y'all definitely stay tuned on that. Um, but next up, my next segment is Terrence Quick Facts. Um, like I said, I started this segment like two episodes ago, maybe episode five, I believe. So, and it, I mean, it's quite fun. And um, it's it's basically informational. You know, I just give you a little bit of information that I get I get from different people or something I might run across. I just throw it in, um, throw it down, and just give it to y'all on the show. Uh, so first up, you know, my my idol, the 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 I think I say he a comedian in um, broadcasting. He a comedian in ESPN. Besides Stuart Scott, you know, um, besides Stuart Scott and um, yeah, Stuart Scott was my first, but then, um, yeah, Stephen A. Smith, that's like my second overtime, overtime, all-time favorite. You know, he lost his mom. His mom passed away Thursday morning, um, so definitely a big shout-out to uh, Stephen A. Smith and his family, his sister, and um, prayers out to them, and he lost his mom, and he's still, you know, working, being um being the boss that he is, screaming this blasphemy and all that type of stuff. So, I mean, if you watch First Take like I do or kept up with Stephen A like I do, you know, I'm a fan. You know, so like I said, besides Stuart, Stuart, Scott, Stuart Scott, you know, uh, Chris Broussard, uh, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, you know, besides those guys, man, Stephen A the man, you know, and, uh, and he don't back down. So, I mean, I appreciate that. But definitely, man, big shout out to his family. Um, prayers to them and um, hope they can get through this time um, so like I said just keep them in your prayers Stephen A. Smith and, um, but yeah definitely prayers for them but and next up um, Cavs Kyrie Irving you know Cavaliers um, Kyrie Irving gets the cover at NBA 2K18 which is major you know um, that's I think Paul George passed the torch on to Kyrie, which he deserved it, man. Kyrie, Kyrie's a, a, a dominant guard. You know, he played he played good basketball, and uh, I know LeBron happened to have him on the team. You know, and Kyrie's a young young player, man. So uh, he's doing big things in the NBA, man. So definitely kudos to him, man, and uh, making major accomplishments. So you know, I love NBA 2K. So he get he graced the cover. So definitely a big shout out to him. And next up, you know, uh, I'm not a Big, big fan of hockey, you know, but I'm reading up on P.K. Subban. Subban, I think I said that right. He's an African-American African American professional hockey player in the NHL with the Nashville Predators playing for a Stanley Cup right now. So that's kind of major in, in, in our community in, in the African-American race. So definitely, and that's, that's there to show you that you can play anything you want to play. You can do anything you want to do, man. The sky's the limit. You know, um, so don't nothing can stop you, man. Only only person can stop you is yourself. Nobody else can stop you. So definitely big shout out to PK Saban. Saban, I think I said that right again. Sorry if I did. But he um doing what he's doing and putting it out there. I think this is his third team he played for in the NHL. So uh, definitely shout out to him. Um next up on the Terrence Quick Fest, we got Alonzo Ball is expected to have an individual workout with the LA Lakers June seventh. And like I said, you know the NBA draft coming up. And it was said that I said in the last couple of episodes that, that his dad, uh Lavar um, ball. Um, he didn't want Alonzo to work out for any other team, and you know Alonzo Ball is Cali raised, born and raised in California. So I mean, he won't. He played for UCLA now. Well, did not even enter the draft, and 
And like I said, a Laval call that the Lakers will get the number two lottery draft pick, which they did, you know, and he's speaking into existence. So, like, if Alonzo get picked, you know, for the Lakers at the two, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, uh, even Laval Ball says it's going to happen like this. So, hey, he's speaking into existence. I'm all for it, man. And it's, it's all positive, man. And like I said, Laval just a marketing genius. And it's like you know what he's talking about. He ain't been wrong yet. He hasn't been wrong yet, so we'll see what happens when the NBA draft get here and see if he's wrong. But like I said, he got that. He, he believes in his sons. I give him that 100%. Nothing wrong with that. And going to talking about the NBA draft, you know, it's slowly approaching. Uh, it's, it's slowly approaching. You know, it's going to be here Thursday, June 22nd, 2017 in Brooklyn, New York. So um, you'll see your best um, collegiate players um, getting drafted to, to these teams that um, will change their lives forever, like the NFL draft, of course. And so it will be held in Brooklyn on June 22nd, 2017. And a question that's been asked, do y'all think that they should start back getting guys out of high school, like this um, senior year in high school, instead of them having to go play one year in college? You know, like you had your LeBron, your Kevin Durant, so you, you know, um, a couple guys like that, man. Um, but... And I hope I said Kevin Garnett. I think I said Kevin Durant, but I think I meant Kevin Garnett. Um, you had your Kobe Bryant, your Moses Malone's, um, Dwight Howard, Trace McGrady, Sean Kemp, Amari Stoudemire, uh, Monty Ellis, Daryl Dawkins, just to name a few. Uh, do you think it's a good idea to bring that back, to make that happen again? Because Camarillo Anthony, I think he went one year at Syracuse and then went to the um, NBA, but... Like I said, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, the NBA draft will be slow. It's coming up June 22nd, 2017 in Brooklyn, New York. So it'll be um, most on your local stations or whatever um, channel it is. I'm sure ESPN for sure. So you'll see. Um, like I said, well, I'm interested to see where Alonzo uh, Ball go. But most likely, I'm going to go with his dad on there. I see him getting picked number two with the L.A. Lakers. And we're going to go from there. And next up, you know, golf legend, Tiger Woods got arrested in Florida on Monday for a DW, DUI, DUI, um, it's okay, um, next up after that, do y'all know 27 or 32 NFL teams have at least one Alabama player on their rosters, I didn't know that, now I knew, like I said in my first episode, how the Baltimore Ravens always get Alabama players, and we went in by the GM, how he was a Bama player, and all that, so on and so forth, yeah, but I didn't I didn't know that. But a lot of Alabama players do go pro. You know, they do go to the NFL. I give Nick Saban credit on that. He put, I can't even count how many NFL players Nick Saban to put in the um, league. How many, how many of his players he put in the NFL? You know, just name, for, just name a few. You know, you had Julio Jones. He had Mark Ingram. You know, um, a couple guys. Um, Uh, Trent Richardson, um, Eddie Lacy, T.J. Yeldon, Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, um, just to name a few. Um, but yeah, man, Nick Saban known for doing that, man. He put players in the NFL, not even just Alabama. You know, he had put Jamarcus Russell when he was at LSU in the league. Um, so uh, he's just a great coach. So I mean, that was good coaching do for you. You know, he win championships in college and put the boys in um, pro. So, I mean, it's, it's discipline at the end of the day. He real um, firm on discipline, big disciplinary. Um, and, you know, next up, uh, you know, former Saint, 
Lance Moore signed the contract with the Saints and announces his retirement. He wanted to retire as a Saint, which he did. So um, he had an outstanding career. You know, he been he traveled around different teams, but um, he came back and signed that contract in his career with the Saints, which is um, is good. He he felt loyal to the Saints to do that. But most players, they, they want to do that. They want to end where they started it. You know, like I said, I, I go to the NBA, for example, Kevin Garnett did it. Um, you know, he, he bounced around a different couple. He, he bounced around a couple times, you know, but he was a Minnesota Timberwolves starting off. And he wanted to retire as one, which he did. And I, uh, I'm not sure. I think Alan Iverson did too. Not too sure. Maybe wrong, but I think he did. And also, you know, undisputed of Fox, uh, undisputed of Fox One Sports, Fox Sports One. I'm sorry, Shannon Sharp said that if LeBron beat the Warriors with two former MVPs, which is Steph, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, in their prime this year, he's on the same level as MJ, Michael Jordan. In fact. Fact. A lot of people don't think this man gonna surpass. Somebody gotta break that chain. Somebody gotta break, and it's gonna be LeBron. LeBron is setting records. He's setting records and breaking records. You know, like I said, LeBron got four. This is 14 years in the league. Jordan had 16. Carlo Boozer said the other day that LeBron got a strong seven, eight more years left for him. Like I said, LeBron might even play when he's 40 something still. The dude's gonna surpass Jordan. LeBron's gonna be the greatest player of all time. If you don't believe me, let's argue. Let's argue. And like I said, stats. Stats. LeBron, Michael Jordan can't be the greatest of all time all the time. It's, it's somebody will surpass him and it's going to be LeBron. Point blank period. Like I said, if you don't believe that, let's argue. Let's argue. And I'm ready for it. Um, also, next up, Saints sign draft picks. Trey Hendrickson and Al Quadim Muhammad um, to their rookie contracts. Um, so that was a little bit. And going back to LeBron now, James, LeBron James' home vandalization and situation, Fox Sports 1, Jason Whitlock, said that LeBron is too rich to feel racism. Martellius Bennett, as well as um, Baton, Rouge, Baton Rouge native and Fox Sports analyst Chris Bassard was not having it. Now, that's the thing I wanted to elaborate on right there. I think I shared that video on my Facebook page about uh, Jason Whitlock. Man, that was he a coward, man. And, how can you even say some stuff like that? At the end of the day, it don't matter how much money you got. It don't matter who you are, how famous you are. Like LeBron said, racism is racism. So um, that stuff he talking about is crazy. That How can LeBron feel that? Man, that man's a human being. He got a family to protect just like you do. So and I'm glad Chris Bassard got at him on it. I'm glad if you, like I said, go to YouTube, type in Chris Bassard. Uh, go um, goes off on Jason Whitlock, you know, and he wouldn't even let Chris Bassard talk. He kept interrupting the conversation. So I mean, he know he was wrong. You wrong for saying that? That's that's stupid. It ain't got nothing to do with poor or rich, man. Racism is racism. Money don't make you black or white. Like I said, it's not a LeBron do. That man do so much for the community, you know. So, and I mean, he, he's well. He's the most hated person I think. Ever. And it's like people that do the right thing is the most hated people ever. So, man, like I said, LeBron, keep your head up, man. And like I said, please go watch that video and and watch him. Um, Jason Whitlock, sound retarded. That was like the craziest thing I ever heard in life. And I'm glad, like I said, kudos, big shout out to Chris Bassard. He one of my favorite um, sports analysts as well. He let that man have it, man. And I'm glad he did because somebody need to be, make him be quiet real quick because that didn't make no sense to what he was saying. And he really thought he was right. 
You know what I'm saying? So like being an African American, that's what you are. You are that point blank period. No matter how rich you are, how poor you are, you are exactly what you are. But like I said, LeBron James, man, keep your head up, man. Go in these finals, man. Like I said, I got LeBron them in game seven. Cats LeBron the Cavs in game seven. You know, um, who y'all got though? Let me know who y'all got, man. And definitely hit me up on my social media. Like I said, my Instagram is Mr. Underscore T underscore E N T underscore sports. And my Twitter is at T underscore ENT Sports. And my Gmail is TNT Sports 14 at gmail.com. And my Facebook is TNT Sports. T-E-N-T Sports. Sorry. But, yeah, get at me, man. And like I said, man, feel free to hit me up with questions, man. And definitely hit me up on my social media and email me, Gmail me, whatever. Let me know what y'all thinking. Shoot me a question. I'm going to get y'all. Put your name um, and uh, where you from. And let me um, answer your questions for you and put it out there in the uh, sports world. And I appreciate each and every one of y'all tuning in again. I thank y'all. And God bless y'all, man. I want everybody to have a great and happy and safe Monday. Enjoy y'all day. God bless.